Welcome to Knights of the Video Game Table Podcast, episode 95, An Umbrella Umbrella. Hmm, I got this new umbrella from Umbrella. Let me open this. What's this miss? Mmm, brains. July 29th, 2012. That's right, it's that time again for another episode. It's true. It's damn true. It is. How's everyone doing today? Good. Like I said, hungry. <laughs> With us this week, um, I have uh, Frank. Just, uh, you know, wondering uh, what it does. <laughs> and Patrick. What it do. And I am your host, Jeremy. So before we get into what we've been playing, a um, few minor notes. Uh, one, today, I believe, Frank, confirm this, is the uh, finals for us. Uh, Versus or is it semifinals? It's finals for uh, season two. It's a championship yeah. match. Okay, I thought so. Championship match. There we go. Wow. We will be taking <laughs> a few weeks off of versus in between now and the start of season three. Um, right now, live on our website at kvgtpodcast.com is a poll to see who you'd like to see in the next versus tournament. We've uh, I put it up there a little few days ago. We've already got a few submissions, but you know I haven't promoted it yet, so. Um, go check it out. It's just where the verses ones normally are on the side of the page, and it's just uh, type in anybody you can think of and let us know who you you'd like to see. Um, that'll be up for at least let's see from this point two weeks, so at least a week and a half um, from the time you hear this, if not a little longer. And then we will start uh, depending on how many we get, we'll start either adding or or subtracting from that number. To get the amount that we want to do, and in the coming weeks, we'll also explain the changes to uh, between season two and season three. Um, but uh, you know, now's uh, not really the time to do that. Actually, it's kind of funny. I'm, I'm looking at the um, the poll, and it's we just got a couple more. Was that either of you guys? No. Uh, for the poll? Yeah. Uh, I put Sora. Oh, okay. So yeah, we 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 have active people voting right this minute. Other than Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, that's it for uh, podcast news. Um. Oh, I, actually, before I did pick up a, uh, a PVR recorder for gaming. Uh, you know, personal video recorder, so I can. Uh, I've started recording. Um, uh, console play. I haven't had a chance to put any up on YouTube yet. Um, it's, it's <laughs> you also get some uh, of uh, me talking shit, sending shit, talking messages to people. Yeah, I did actually. Um, I, I'm actually in the process of finding out how to transfer it to my computer. I got one that you it doesn't require a computer, and I got the internal hard drive, and that's great and all, but getting it from that internal hard drive to the internal hard drive of my computer, I thought would be easy enough with the external drive I have, USB. It didn't work for some reason, so I'm not sure why. Um, I'm pretty sure I can use a um, USB thumbstick, so I'm going to probably just do that, but I haven't had a chance yet. But yeah, expect that. Um, I actually even say, by the time you hear this, actually, the first video at least should be up uh, a couple. And of course, uh, as always, Patrick has been putting his up there for the last two weeks, so thank you for Patrick for getting that going. Yep, yep. All right, let's get into what we've been playing. We have 
three rather long lists for today. All three of us. Um, this has been a pretty gaming week for me. So I'm just going to start at the top. Been playing a lot of Skyrim, a lot more Skyrim. Uh, not as much as I had the previous weeks. I'm kind of at a loss for what to do. Um, I'm a mage character, so I feel like I want to do things that, at the very least, that I feel like a mage would do. Like, you know, I did the Thieves Guild with my other character. That was really cool, but I'm like, well, if I do the Thieves Guild as a mage, I'm going to have, it's going to be kind of hard because, sure, I have invisibility and everything, but I don't have any of the other skills. So, I mean, I'm not sure about that. I'll, I'll probably end up doing it. And um, I was looking at the Brotherhood quest, but again, it's like these are. Well, you have to assassinate people, and I don't have any skill for assassination. You don't have so, any skills, period. Oh, thank you, Pat. Oh. Well, one thing too is this. I mean, if you already did the thieves guild, I mean, it is kind of difficult to you know on a second playthrough to rationalize doing it on another player. Then that too, yeah. So I think, um, and where I'm taking my character right now is I've got my illusion skill to 75, my conjuration to 100. And by the way, conjuration at 100 just makes you super powerful. I can bring out two uh, permanent flame atrian arcs, and uh, yeah, I bring them out. It's just like, I actually had to bump up the difficulty just because just I was getting bored. And I think I'm going to bump it up another level. Because the game's just too easy. I'm not having any fun in the fights. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, when you put it on super easy and I can't take any damage because you want to win. Well, that's the know? thing. I, I, I did, actually, this time around, I for my second playthrough, I did put it on uh, one notch easier than my other playthrough because I was like, well, that one, I got frustrated because my character couldn't kill anything. And then, so now I, so then it's, this character started getting so easy, so I bumped it up to, like, what that character was at, and now I'm still, it's still really easy for me, so I'm probably gonna, like I said, bump it up again. Um, I want some sort of challenge. I'd rather die a, a couple times, uh, but have to be strategic about it, you know? Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, and then me and Patrick got into some Halo Reach, mainly for, uh, to try out my new HD recorder. The quality, it's true. The quality is pretty, pretty good. Um, again, you'll see once I get these videos on YouTube, but I plan on doing a lot more recording in the future um, of all games of all types, genres of all types. I'm really looking forward to doing some playthrough videos, like um, especially if if like a good RPG comes out. I'd love to put a full playthrough of an RPG on YouTube. That'd be that'd be awesome. That'd be time consuming. <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, as long as I just play or record it stop, all I got to do is do the uploads. It's not like yeah. I have to edit much. Uh, but yeah, we played some Halo Reach. Uh, I, we both had some really good games. Patrick, uh, a few better games than I did. Um, my first game was... I, I hadn't played at all in like six months, and I haven't played hardcore in over a year now. And man, the first game getting back in there, I think I got one kill after... I think I got one kill the whole match. And I was I was just horrible. But then when me and Patrick played together, I ended up coming in first at 22 kills, I think, or 23 kills. Or no, no, you have to be 25 to win the complete game. Yeah, 25. You I got that, so. I forgot, yeah. So, yeah, that's right. The other guy had like 21 or 22. But, you know, it's been fun. Um, Halo's a lot of fun, and I actually want to get back into it a little. Um, despite everything, I am looking forward to Halo 4. I think Patrick kind of feels the same way. 
Um, yes and, and no, because uh, depending on how the multiplayer is. Like Halo 4 for the story mode, yeah. Halo 4, if they make the story mode because it's a new company doing it, is it going to be the same as Halo Reach? Because to me, I think Halo Reach is the best Halo online that, that's oh, out there right now. So, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm looking forward for the, for the story mode, but I'm also hoping, like, just like you, hoping that the multiplayer is good because, I mean, I never got into the Gears of War series, and I never, so I never got into the multiplayer. Um, everyone who plays it says that the multi- multiplayer, especially in Gears of War three, is really good. Um, but you know, I, I'm not really big on Call of Duty, so, and people who have Call of Duty on their list are kind of weird, and I, I don't think they should be on this podcast. Whatever. <laughs> Kidding, I just saw you had Call of Duty on there. Anyway, so... Thank you for letting people know before I get to tell them. Cool, thank you for that. But there's like a hundred different Call of Duties. You, you, I don't give you, a shit. No, did. no, I'm done. I'm off the podcast. I'm, bye. <laughs> uh, also, thanks to the Steam sale, I picked up, uh, I know I mentioned it, Magicka, um, and me and my brother-in-law, John, playing that. I was trying to record it also for YouTube, but the recorder, the uh, software that I have, it's PC... Um, kept messing up. It kept recording only between five and ten minutes before it said that my hard drive was out of space. But I have like um, 500 gigs left, so it was just the program messing up. So, Stupid program. Yeah, I'm not sure what it was happening there, but I am going to uh, slice that all together and put the first uh, two chapters that we did up on YouTube. Um, maybe tonight or sometime pretty soon. Uh, sh- oh, and, and another game, thanks to the Steam sale I got, is uh, Portal 2 been playing a good portion of that i don't know what level i'm on i think i'm on i think it goes by chapters now i think i'm on like chapter three and like the third or fourth level of that i don't know um it's a lot of fun it's slower than the first game okay i, I don't know did either of you play the original portal no a little bit not too I actually, much i never even really heard of portal until portal 2 came out <laughs> yeah portal well you heard of the orange box right yeah i heard of that yeah that's yeah. like well actually that's the first time i heard about portal yeah. But that, that if if you were going to say yeah, Orange Box would probably be the first time I really heard about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Portal that Portal, and Team Fortress, right? Yeah, Team Fortress, uh, Half Life Two, and um, oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, Portal was one of those weird things where it was kind of like a cult classic, and then all of a sudden it blew up. Um, but anyway, so Portal Two, it's weird because Portal Two and Portal One are very different. In, 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 and that's a good thing. Portal 1 was very simple, and you go through this, and, and you use the portal gun to solve these pu- puzzles. Uh, but the puzzles were, in my opinion, they weren't difficult, but they were small, and so it took more thinking. Or maybe I'm just maybe I'm just used to thinking that way now, but with Portal 2, it's kind of like um, big, wide areas, and you have to like shoot your more strategic, like you have to shoot a portal through a hole to hit a certain part of the wall to be able to get that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. More strategic, um, more open, but I'm going through these levels like they're nothing. I mean, I think I've probably already gone through um, enough levels, uh, as many levels as were in the first game. I, I beat the first game in one sitting. So to give you a, a you know idea, it was only a couple hours. And I've probably only played three or four hours of this. Not even that. Probably two or three hours of, of Portal Two, and I, I've I've got, I just go through the levels so fast, um, <laughs> and I haven't found any challenges yet. So, and then this morning before I left for lunch, I put on Dear Esther. I bought it on the Steam sale, and I've heard some good things about it. And my brother-in-law said 
Um, he played it and beat it in one sitting. He said it's it's not. Um, well, okay, I'm not going to. Uh, without giving any spoilers away, basically, it's not a game as much as an interactive. Uh, um, I don't know if have you either of you heard of this game? I, I have a bit. Yeah. What's it called like, again? Dear Esther. Dear Esther. Yeah. No. No. Well. No, I'm not. I think I've heard the name, but not the anything about it. Basically, it was. I'm not sure what game it was based on, but it originally someone had made, made a mod for a game called Dear Esther, and it told a story. Well, this is a. This is by the same people who did that, and but they made a full fledged game instead or interactive story. Um. There's no action at all. There's no action buttons. No, you know, only thing you do in this game is use the mouse to look around and W um, ASD to move. That's literally all you do in this game. You can pick different paths, but for the most part, it's a straightforward from point A to point B type adventure. Um, all along, while there's narrative in the in the you know in the speakers telling you a, the story. Um, it took me, I'd say, not even an hour to beat it. Uh, I could be maybe a little over an hour, right around an hour, let's just say. Um, and I know I missed a few side side things, but I was also kind of getting tired of it. I was kind of just like, okay, I have a feeling I'm coming to the end, so I just want to beat it. Um, I would have been really disappointed if I had paid $10 or $15 for this game. But seeing how I paid like $2 and something cents for it, it was good. It was good. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that's funny. That's the way you, like, you were setting it up to be like this game was just like not worth it. Oh, but no, it was pretty good. It, for okay, put it this way: under five bucks, pick it up. It's very unique. It's worth it. Over five bucks, it's not. That's that's what I'll set it as. Um, and the last game that I've uh, played just a tiny bit of um, is Rift, and. One of my uh, wife's coworkers plays, and she's been trying to get me to play. So they had a uh, free weekend this weekend, and so I, I set it up. Unfortunately, I didn't actually do much in-game other than get in-game because um, my home computer, my desktop that I used to play on, it, it was, the updates were so far behind. You know, It's been like a year that it took, I think it was four hours to update. And then installing it on my laptop didn't wasn't very good because that took like six hours to do because it was fresh install. So needless to say, I and then oh and then when I finally did get in game, um, I was coin locked and I could I didn't receive the email, so I was kind of like, yeah, I really didn't get to play much, but I put it on my list because I did get in game. I don't know. I'm thinking about subscribing again on a month by month basis and see what happens. But I'm not sure. I don't know if I'll play it or not. But yeah, that's my list this week. Got more than normal. Uh, like I said, it's been a very gaming week for me. Uh, and I have a feeling the next couple of weeks will be the same. So it makes good podcasts. So yeah, how about you, Frank? Well, um, I finally made it to Mass Effect 3 multiplayer. Uh, lately, I've been trying to get on it. But every single time I've, I've loaded the game, I ended up going to just the you know single player missions and stuff. Mm. But um, I tried the multiplayer. Um, I didn't try the Platinum difficulty yet i kind of think that's like too much right now yeah uh, but i wanted to see some of the earth maps and whatnot so i played it a bit um one thing that's kind of a bummer is they added a uh, 
Well, I mean, it's not it's not a complete bad thing. It's just the scenario that I ran in, ran into made it like a bad thing. Um, they added like an escort mission where you where like the whole team has to run to this little drone, and it has a little circle around the drone, and you have to all stay in that circle, you know, to escort it to wherever it's going and whatnot, right? But um, the one thing is, is when you play on harder difficulties, you're running up against enemies that could shoot explosives. So when your whole team is in a little circle trying to stay around this little escort uh, drone, and you know you have these enemies that shoot a rocket launcher into that, <laughs> yeah. basically, I've I had a couple times where the whole entire team died instantaneously. Wow. Like, we were all uh, escorting this little drone around. We were all, you know, staying in the range of the drone. And this was on silver and gold. You know, I was trying some uh, some of the more difficult ones on uh, my main, uh, you know, multiplayer character. Uh-huh. And uh, we would uh, gather around the drone. If The more people you have around it, the faster it goes. So it helps to have more people on it. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I'm learning now that I think it's almost going to benefit it, the team to have one or two people hang back, even though it's going to take longer. Mm-hmm. Um, just so the team doesn't get nuked by um, a grenade or a rocket launcher when everyone's just standing all right by each other. Yeah, but um, Sense. it was kind of yeah, it was kind of goofy though. Like there was a couple times where we were, had a really good team, then all of a sudden an escort mission, like an escort mission would start, and then boom, everyone's dead. <laughs> and then uh, if they shoot a couple like uh, you know grenades and stuff, it'll you know not just knock you out but kill you. Mm-hmm. So it was literally like we couldn't even come back. It was just that was it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, sounds like maybe that's what they they thought of when they made it. They're like, well, we want to make it to where if you can to keep your whole team there, then go ahead. But if not, then that's you know you have to kind of defend it or yeah outside of it. Yeah, like if we had like one or two people outside of it, you know, it would have been slower. But we wouldn't have all died instantaneously, so it would have helped. But yeah. um. Overall, I'm liking a lot of the new stuff. Uh, I played some of the new classes. Uh, they're kind of interesting. Um, but, uh, you know, again, it's all free DLC, so it's just fun to play with. Um, besides that, I played uh, Gears of War 3. Um, it was kind of crazy. I got on the other night, um, and a lot of t- a lot of times when I go with pickup groups on uh, board mode, mm-hmm. a lot of times the group will either wipe or too many people will leave. That um, by the time you get to wave twenty or thirty, like you're you're done, just because you don't have enough firepower or because everyone gave up or whatever. Yeah. But um, it was kind of weird. I went on this one group. Two people left in round, or sorry, wave like two or three. Mm-hmm. But uh, despite that, we got all the way to wave forty, and wow. um, this one guy almost um, won the whole thing for us. We were, we were we were pretty far down, mm-hmm. and um, this one guy, um, everyone died. We used our revives. It was only three of us in wave forty, and um, you know everyone died. We revived ourselves. We still died. The one guy revived himself. He took out something like six or seven enemies, and he was uh, fighting the boss, but he wasn't able to do it. And um, we gave it a couple other. You know, we gave it several tries. We were giving each other money so that we had enough money so everyone could revive. Mm-hmm. And uh, we probably gave Wave Forty like four or five tries, but just with three care, just like with three people, it just was too much. Yeah. But uh, I was surprised we even hit that that wave at all. Like, um, 
typically, like I said, when I play horde mode with random people online, it usually doesn't make it past wave 25. Just because usually at wave 25, I'm by myself or something. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you should have sent me an invite, man. Uh, I don't know if you were on. It was pretty early in the morning. I like started what? at... I started at 8 a.m. my time, so that was like so 5. 5 a.m.? Yeah, I was not up, but... <laughs> but we went a couple hours. I think when I finally gave up, it was like 11, but, um, you know, that would have been, what, like 8? 9. 8. 8. Yeah, like 8 your time, but um, we made it pretty far. It's just, um, uh, you know, we gave it a, a go again and again and again, and next thing you know, like... We're all out of money. We're all out of special weapons. All the defenses are gone. You know, it would have taken a miracle, you know, if we couldn't have done it with all the bonuses, you know. Yeah. What's, the chances, what's the chances that we're going to do it with nothing, you know? Um, so we eventually gave up, but um, it was pretty interesting. I met a couple of cool people, and the um, uh, farthest I ever went with a pickup group, you know. That's cool. And then um, I played a little bit of uh, Madden 11. Um, not too much. I just been trying trying to uh, like teach my one friend to play, so I've been showing him how to do um, some of the trick plays and stuff like that. Um, he's starting to get better. He um, he had me um, beat by like he had a two two point lead going in uh, the last minute or so of the game, but um, out of nowhere, like even though I wasn't able to get like any more than like thirty or forty yards at a time on him. Um, the last minute of the game, I was able to get like an 80 yard pass and then get a field goal and win it. Like oh, the wow. last, the last play of the game was a field goal and I won the game by one point. <laughs> so it's kind of interesting. Like when I first played him, you know, the scores would be like 60, 70 to like 10 or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, that game, it was like, I think it was like 23 to 22 or something. Um, so, you know, just playing with my friend is kind of interesting. He'll probably beat me one of these days, but it's, it's getting to the point where it's, it's going to happen. <laughs> Well, then you taught him well. Yeah. <laughs> but um, besides that, I played some uh, Vigilante 8 Arcade. Um, it's an older game I downloaded um, off of Xbox Live. Um, I don't know. I was just playing it for fun, uh, just for a little while. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Cool, cool. How about you, Pat? <clears throat> well, first I want to apologize for all the coughing. I had, like, a tickle in my throat. But, <laughs> <clears throat> but uh uh, Gears of War 3, um, been playing a lot of Guardian stuff. Uh, I even surprisingly, even though I hate these two weapons in um, multiplayer, they had a sniper and boomer mode. So oh, I yeah? Like, yeah, I was like, ah, oh, screw it. I'll just play like at least a couple games. And I was actually surprised at myself with the, my sniping ability. I got a couple of really good snipes in. The other thing that the, the other thing though, it took me a, like a game or two to realize what they were doing, but um, like normally, you know, you get one shot per per sniper, right? Mm-hmm. But in this mode, <clears throat> okay, you, you still get like what I think ten shots, but you know, like I said, normally you you take your snipe, you have to reload, snipe, you have to reload. In this one, it's like it's a bu- it shows the bullet, like you know, when it's loaded. But as you shoot, it it would go down just a little bit, so you don't have to reload like at least four times. You can shoot four straight shots, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool because it got to a couple points where I was running and people were trying to chase me down with the boomer, and I'm diving. And I just turned and went, da 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 da, and shot the sniper like repeatedly. 
Nice. And it was kind of nice to be able to do that instead of, like, because I was already out of boom shots. So instead of, like, oh, I missed. Okay, I got to run and try to reload. Oh, I missed. I got to try to run and reload. Yeah. Um, but I was playing a lot of Guardian and stuff like that, uh, like normal. Uh, I downloaded, pl- well, I, t- I already said I downloaded it, but I finally played The Walking Dead Episode 2, Starved for Help. This uh, particular um, episode, I would uh, I really would makes me want to tell everybody to download the first one, play it, and then get to the second one because this second one is really twisted and it's really fun. Um, like I said, it's 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 I can't think of the name of how you would describe the gameplay because it's mostly you move around to you know highlight an object to either pick it up or look at it or whatever but it's not really like a lot of action as in like okay I, I got a gun and I'm going to aim it at you it's like you have the on your right thumbstick you, you toggle where you want to like say swing your axe uh-huh. but there's only certain points you can hit like it'll light up like a little okay hit point okay, you can hit it so it's not like you know it's not like a side scroll or anything like that but it's, it's just the way they do it is really good and um the animation in it is really good, and like I said, the, the second episode it's kind of twisted, so it kind of gets you uh, it tripped out a little bit. So I, I would suggest uh, checking it out. Um, then I went and I played some. Uh, well, my friend was online. One of my friends was online. And they were playing Marvel versus Capcom three, and I'm like, hmm, I haven't played any games with this dude in a long time. I'm gonna throw it in. Let's let's you know let's play some Marvel versus Capcom three online. Send him an invite. Didn't hear nothing. Sent him another invite. Didn't hear nothing. Sent him a message. Still didn't hear nothing. I said, fuck him then. And I went and <laughs> played, played story mode. Because <laughs> um, there's still, like, I think about five characters I need to beat it with. And there's, because there's an achievement, like, if you beat it with each character. Mm-hmm. And I got, like, about maybe, yeah, maybe about six or seven, actually, more to, to do. I, I actually went, I had to go down the list and write down all the ones that I beat it with so I knew. You know, yeah, but um, but yeah, I played that. Like I think I beat it with uh, Wolverine, which I had already beat it with. I didn't realize it. That's why I made the list. Mm-hmm. And then the second time I beat it with um, Viper, or was it Sea Viper or whatever from Street Fighter Four? Yeah, Sea Viper. I think it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So then I, you know, I then I took that out. Uh, still on my Dead Island kick. Um, was actually playing it this morning. Got up, played a little bit. Of, uh, uh, I'm back at the island again, the main island. I'm at. Uh, um, just like I said, I, I'm playing like three different games. There's the new character I play in, the reload of the first character I played, and then I started a new, new game altogether with my brother, and so. I've basically been focusing on my own story mode, though, with the new character. Um, The thing is, though, is like I'm really kind of thinking about it is, other than just to say, screw it, I want to max out everything. I mean, I was thinking about it. There's no separate ending, you know, for each character. Yeah. Because, and that's not like really spoiling alert or anything, because the whole basis of the game is for these four guys to survive. And granted, even if you play with only one, if you're playing by yourself or even one other person, every cutscene, there's four people there. Oh, okay. 
even though they're not even like if you're playing by yourself, it's only you. In every cutscene that involves them, they're they're all for you because um, that's the whole point of the whole game is for all you guys to stick together throughout this whole game and, and leap. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, it's not like you each person gets their in, own individual ending, but it's you know, like I said, it's still fun though. This game is so fun that and the 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 blood in it I think is one of the best ever with the blood, with like especially like when you're cutting a head off or an arm or something the way it looks. Mm-hmm. The only thing is, it seems like lately it's been getting more buggy. That's weird. Yeah, and I'm I'm kind of hoping they do another patch to fix it. Um, it, it's just certain things like were that it hasn't happened in a while either. So that's why I'm kind of wondering like why all of a sudden it's starting to do it again. And it, but it seems to happen when I'm playing online more than by myself. But yeah, it could just be something with their. They're yeah. If I remember right, their net code's kind of messed up. They're you know. Well, it's like, like where where uh, um, a zombie will be swiping at you like through a like a um, like I was in the prison, or I was in a I was in the city at the police station in the prison area, and like this zombie swinging at me, but all of a sudden he's like kind of morphing through the bars. Oh yeah, you were telling me about that. Yeah, and and um, in one case he did come all the way through the bars. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like. But and then like yesterday too, this is I've never seen this happen in this game. And um but like I'd be running and all of a sudden like the zombies loaded slower than what wh- than me going into the room. Like th- there's a part <clears throat> where I had already been there and they were eating you know, they were eating at the uh this body. But I had killed them, so they shouldn't have been there again. But then I, what happened was I, I escaped the police station, and I was like, okay, it should have saved. And I got out of the game. When I, I turned the game back on, it loaded me back at the spot I had to start. Uh, uh, I had to start with to get out of the police station, and everything I killed was alive again, or un, undead again. <laughs> yeah. But, but so I walk in this room, and all of a sudden I hear something. And I turn around, and I got two zombies coming at me. They loaded slower than me going out of the room. Yeah, that's kind of weird. And I've it, it, the whole time I've played this game, I've never seen that before. So it's kind of weird that all of a sudden it's just starting to do it. Yeah, could be. Who knows what it? I mean, that's that's kind of weird. Who knows what it could be? Yeah. So, but I'm still having fun with that game. I mean, like you said, some of the stuff that kind of is like, okay, I wish, they, I hope they don't even fix this, isn't mm-hmm. enough to get me to stop playing the game. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> then like you were saying, or like. Jeremy was saying we played some Halo Reach. Um, I was kind of playing it a little bit before uh, Jeremy got back on it. Made a uh, which I think I announced on the last podcast. I made a video in it, which is up on our site and on our YouTube site. But um, like I said, I I can just it's more relaxing to play Halo than it is Gears. <laughs> Definitely. And I'm not going to sit there and say that I have more fun sometimes playing Halo. Um, it's pretty much almost the same, you know, if not, I mean, if I had to really pick, if someone said to me, all right, pick between Halo and Gears, I'm going to pick Gears. Yeah. But the funny thing is, is I'm more stressed playing Gears than I am playing Halo. And I think it's because some of the bullshit stuff kills that happen in in, in Gears compared Mm -hmm. to Halo. Because in Halo, in all honesty, I'm I'm jumping around, I'm just, you know, I'm trying to get assassinations and it's just like, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. But um, I I still just have fun playing Halo. It's just yeah, it's like screw it. Yep. Uh, 
Today, uh, that was actually going to be the end of my list until my friend called me up and he was like, hey, you, you want to play some Call of Duty? And I was like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> so I played about five or six matches of Call of Duty and uh, just multiplayer. Um, Black Ops, not not uh, Modern Warfare 3. We were playing Black Ops. Um, and I was actually kind of, once again, kind of surprised at how well I was doing because when I started playing Halo Reach for the first time again after a while, I think the last time I had played it was like in January or February. Uh-huh. Uh, I was trying to do things that you would do in Gears. Like, to aim. There isn't an aim. You just shoot. Unless you have, like, the sniper. Uh, you, you, you know, There's really no aiming in it. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about. Not, I mean, of course you want to aim at the person, but I meant, like, in Gears to shoot, you, you have to hold down the left trigger to get a better, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah don't do that in, in halo and so I, I was trying to remember the buttons and then there's a couple times i go to reload and like um i think if i remember okay x is reload but i kept hitting y so i would change my weapon oh <laughs> yeah the video you'll see a couple times like you'll see me like I, I go to reload and all of a sudden i'm changing my weapon and then i change it right back is because i was i was trying to reload the gun and instead well, I weapon. yep that happens um but uh Call of Duty, I just pretty much picked it right back up, and I didn't do bad. I mean, I didn't do great, but um, I, I mean, I was playing a lot better when I was playing it more consistently, but whatever. It's just for the hell of it. Yep, pretty That's much. So I guess I'll move on to what's coming out for the week yep. of 5 to 8-11. Yup. Anything, so I just threw a couple of games well, in there. Persona Four, uh, Persona Four Arena is a pretty big game, actually. Other than that, the rest was there was nothing really. Oh, okay. Sorry, you cut out. I couldn't really hear you. No, your microphone's just stupid. Uh, Persona Arena, since you already started seeing it, let <laughs> me finish my sentence. Uh, for the PlayStation Three and the 360, and then the Amazing Spider-Man came out for the PC. Oh, interesting. Yeah, uh, Persona 4 Arena. I, I don't really know much about it. It's it's based on the Persona 4 game, obviously. Um, I didn't. I actually did not even realize it was on PS3 and 360. I might actually look more into this and might pick it up. Uh, I really like the Persona series. I haven't beat any of the games, but I've heard a lot of great things about the ones that I haven't played and had a lot of fun with the ones I have played. So I'll probably I'll probably look more into this. Cool. Yep. All right, well, no release date updates, so we'll take a quick break and be back with news.
All right, now we are back with news this week. Sorry, I do not have any sound effects for our news. Um, oh my ass. The program, no, well, the program I uh, was using is not working right after I updated it, so. Hold on. Okay. Did that noise come through? That's me shuffling papers. Oh, uh, you're clapping. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So uh, this this news for me anyway is filled with RPG news, and I actually didn't realize it until I went to organize them today. Every single one of my sto- stories has to do with either an MMORPG or an RPG. So it's a good thing that your news stories are are spread out in there, Patrick, or you'd probably fall asleep. I uh, probably still will. <laughs> All right. First bit of news that uh, I want to share. Not much new news on it, but uh, Dawn Guard for the expansion for Skyrim is still. Not been released for the PS3 or PS3 and still has no release date. Um, also, there's no reason for why it hasn't been released. A few of the speculations were, you know, exclusivity for the 360. Maybe there was a month-long, you know, delay. But uh, the month is just about up and still no release date. And then other people are like, well, maybe it's really buggy for those two systems. And people are beginning to wonder if that's it or maybe if... Dawn Guard won't even come out for the other two. Maybe it was maybe it's a 360 thing. Um, but the thing is, there's no there's no official word on it either way. So it's very interesting to see. It will be very interesting to see what happens. Uh, next news story is the World of Warcraft uh, Mist of Pandoria. Pandaria uh, um, special editions have been announced and everything, and the date is set for September 25th. For those who doesn't don't know. Um, the regular edition is thirty nine ninety nine, and um, you know just comes with the game. There's two digital versions. I mean, I'm sorry, two deluxe versions. One's the digital deluxe at sixty dollars, and it comes with a flying imperial Quellin mount, lucky Quellin cub pet, infested orc and night elf temp, temp templar starcraft two portraits on battle.net, and a Diablo three banner sigil. And accent. I'm not sure. And then the physical version of the uh, deluxe is eighty dollars, and it comes with all that plus two disc behind-the-scene Blu-rays, the original soundtrack, a fifty-page art book, and a mouse, a cool mouse pad. Mm. So there you go. Um, It's kind of funny looking at the difference between the price from forty to eighty dollars. That's forty bucks you're paying basically to get not much, but you know what? Blizzard can do it because they know hardcore people will buy it. Yeah, <laughs> and we all know like- we all know that you already have it on pre-order. No. <laughs> <laughs> not this time. What were you yeah, saying? It, no, I was just saying. Yeah, it doesn't look like much, and you know it's a significant price difference. But um, the thing is, is I know a lot of people. You know that mount that you get and whatnot. Like probably like as soon as a. Uh, the mists of Pandaria release, like you're going to see a lot of people on that mount. Oh yeah, I'm sure you will. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I guess twenty dollars for the mount and pet was basically what you're getting. That's a lot of money. I mean, even in their online store, I think it, I think a mount is fifteen dollars and a pet is like ten dollars. So I guess it's like five dollars off. But still, I mean, I, I would never, I would not buy the deluxe editions of this one. Uh, if I do. Buy it, it'll be the regular edition, and I don't even know if I will buy it. You know you're going to buy it. 
Uh, I already told uh, – this goes for you too, Frank. Um, <laughs> I already told a couple people if they buy it and they want me to play, then, then let me know. But if – I'm not going to do it on my own. But you – Jeremy, you could get the StarCraft two portraits. I know. It, that, that's so cool. But <laughs> um, And another thing is it would actually be kind of cool. Uh, I think I heard that I can get another scroll of resurrection after three months of playing uh, – not playing. So yeah. – um, and I did that like three months ago. Um, so if someone gives me a scroll of resurrection now, then I think I can get another level eighty automatically. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish I almost did that with my last one, but uh, you know, like uh, when I did start playing for that month or two, like you know how I said I wanted to challenge myself starting from the you know starting from scratch. Uh-huh. But um, I'm almost tempted if I do come back to wait so I could get a scroll of resurrection. Yeah, I mean, you know, even if you start on a new server. It, with a level 80, I mean, all that level 80 will do is give you a little advantage on money, really. I mean... Yeah. What, I, what I'm thinking is um, my uh, scroll is going to be up, I think, around September, if they even do it. The thing is, is sometimes what happens is when they have uh, the new version of the game coming out, mm-hmm. they'll disable this whole scroll thing because they assume that people that are coming back would come back for the expansion. Uh-huh. You know, in other words, they don't need you know, recruitment at that time. They don't have trouble with people, you know, starting the game because they have a new game coming out. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. So sometimes what happens is when the new game comes out, they'll turn off, like, you know, uh, I think with uh, Lich King or something, when uh, the new game came out, like, right when it, like, a month before it came out, Hmm. and as late as, like, four months after, they didn't have, like, a scroll of resurrection. Really? But the thing is, is, on one hand, you could think they don't need more people because they have a new game coming out. But on the other hand, you could think that, um, you know, the game's been out a while. Um, maybe they do need help, so yeah. getting, getting more people. So maybe they'll do the game and the scroll, but who knows. Yeah. Did, uh, where can you tell when, when you can use the scroll again? Is it, like, on the website or something? Well, yeah, you go to the website, but um, what will happen is after a while, it'll say you can't use it. At, like, like, say if you have an account active, mm-hmm. you can't even send them out to people after a while. Oh, I see. Like, they'll, they'll kind of just disable it usually what they do is they disable it going into a new expansion but from what i could tell right now is it's still doable yeah you can still still do it right now so yeah i know right now you can but it's still almost two months away so yeah we'll see all right patrick well um this is kind of interesting but resident evil six pre-orders can get you an umbrella umbrella and I'm pretty sure I don't know if you're a Resident Evil fan, you know what that means. If you, yeah. since you guys aren't, I'll explain it. Well, I the know. Uh, corporation that was behind the, all these outbreaks and everything with zombies is the Umbrella Corporation. And if you pre-order the game, um, you can get an umbrella with the uh, logo, uh, the Umbrella logo on it, and um, they'll send it to you for free. Uh, if you go, it says here, Capcom today announced that pre-orders for Resident Evil 6 placed through its online storefront will receive a umbrella decorated with the familiar red and white umbrella logo. <laughs> That's pretty and, awesome. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I was, and I yeah, don't I was ever looking do... it up. Oh, go ahead. No, I was looking it up. It, lo- it looks pretty cool. It's just like the, from the game, like from what you see in the logo. Yeah, and, um... I mean, like not, not like I ever use an umbrella, but I would just pre-order it through them just to <laughs> just to get it. 
Yeah, me too. But yeah. It, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. All right. Uh, Final Fantasy Versus 13 has not been canceled, says Square Enix. I guess a rumor came out about... I guess it was about two and a half weeks ago now that uh, Versus 13 it, it was canceled and come August 1st, which is the... Uh, 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 Squaresoft's, uh, Squaresoft, wow, Square Enix's show, um, and basically saying that they're going to cancel, uh, Versus 13, and that, you know, uh, they're just going to move on, and blah, 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 another, uh, well, yeah, so that was the, that was the rumor, and Square Enix came out this week and said it's not canceled, and, um, it's still in the works, and they didn't say whether or not there would be anything on the 1st of August, um, but, Sources say that most likely we're going to hear something about it, something more about it. Um, it's been going on for a long time, as we kind of talked about last week. So it'd be not, it'd be interesting to see what they do. A lot of people thought they would drop the 13 and just call it Final Fantasy Versus, um, considering everything. But I guess uh, they said that they they don't have any cha- plans to change the name either. So. Hmm. Yeah. So, but uh, no, by the time or. By the time we record next podcast, we should have more information on 13. I mean, versus 13. One uh, quick thing before I go on to the next story. Mm-hmm. I meant to say this, and I didn't because I got zoned out for a second. But uh, the only thing that scares me about getting an umbrella from uh, Capcom, mm-hmm. you know, shaped in the umbrella logo, um, this mm-hmm. could just be a ploy that as soon as you open it up, like the T-virus drops down. <laughs> You know, yeah. and then now we're in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> it, it was all just a ploy. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Sure. Thirty eight studios spent one hundred and thirty three million dollars before they went bankrupt. For I mean, go out with a bang, right? Exactly. Yeah. Seriously. Um, I mean, that's crazy. Like, what was it for? Well, one thing, <laughs> one thing I one thing I heard is that they went on a, a big uh, hiring spree right before. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually looking on their website. It, it might actually still be there unless they took down their web- website or whatnot. But uh, they were hiring like high level employees, like going into, um, you know, right, you know, a week or two before they closed. Um, okay, it looks like their website may not be up anymore. <laughs> but. Um, it was kind of funny, like right when they closed down. Like I, um, I went to their uh, website and stuff, and uh, they still had uh, positions, and they were hiring, like I said, for high-level employees, like um, you know, like uh, lead engineers and stuff like that. Um, and supposedly they even had, um, yeah, it looks like their website's kind of gone. But um, well, it says here, Three A Studios spent 118 million in the period between its fu- founding and August. August 2006 is ending period of 2011. But, um, but, uh, yeah, basically right before they, um, closed down, they, um, uh, they brought in a couple of employees. So they actually, like, probably, like, bumped that number up even going into where it would not logically make sense for them to even spend money. Um, yeah, their whole website's gone, but they actually brought in a couple big names, like, even going into the last couple weeks right before so they were just spending like crazy like it didn't even make sense 
Yeah, that could, maybe they were trying to say salvage it, but it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, uh, so we we had talked about Dragon Quest Ten a while back, and it the fact that it was going to be an online Dragon Quest game, the first of its kind. Well, um, there's some new information and some interesting stuff. Now this is all uh, in Japan, but we you have to figure that this game will come out in America, and will come out with a similar concept. Um, but basically, they say that they're going to have weekly content updates. Um, and what it'll be is it'll it'll include additional quests and story segments. So I'm assuming that they're going to have enough content to keep people busy, but also I mean at release, but also limit it to where they can keep adding on and on to the story or side stories or whatever, um, and then do it weekly. And um, so cross between episodic game gaming and just regular RPG gaming. Um, it'll be very interesting to see how that works. But um, they also have a large-scale update, which I'm assuming is somewhat like an expansion um, in, in their in their case, about only only about two and a half months after release. So that's a pretty uh, vigorous scale or um, schedule right there. The other interesting thing that they announced is that the, that you'll be able to play um, Dragon Quest X two hours free a day, without a subscription. Um, and this is being called kids time and it's set at the average time that kids get out of school. And basically it's a two hour block every day. That's, uh, you do not need a subscription to play. If you do want to play more than that or play all day, you know, unlimited, it's $13 a month. So that's, that's about on par with the other MMOs. Mm-hmm. Now here's the thing. I, I've been, I've been, we've been talking about paying for MMOs and such, um, over the last couple months. And here's the thing. If a game like, like Dragon Quest came out in America with this model where it's a little more story each week, a little more content, a little more quests, and then maybe once or twice a year they promise these major scale updates, um, I'd pay the $13 a month for that. You know, you know what I mean? It's like it's not about the end game in, in this case is what I'm saying. They may have yeah. actually found a way to incorporate, make it more about the journey than the than the destination. Hmm. In in that case, they kind of would need to because um, the one thing I'm thinking is, uh, like, say if you have a lot of people to play for the two hours or, and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, you know, what does that do to like the community? You know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, there yeah. there's always those hardcore people. There's going to be people who are on there like twenty four seven, no matter what. Yeah. But um. You know, like, I'm just thinking if, uh, it, while it sounds nice that, you know, like, especially, like, even when I played, like, wow, you know, there was probably, like, a four hours a day that was the key hours that I played, you know, and I could see cutting it down to two and, like, that would be the prime time for the server or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, if, you know, you normally, like, if you're, um, on a certain server, like, um, during the evening hours is, like, the peak period, like, seven to, nine or something mm-hmm. or you know five to nine but i'm just thinking if uh if that was doable you know how many people are you going to have on because there is those people who can only be on at other times and i, I don't know i mean it sounds interesting um it'll be know. interesting to see how it works also they're saying that although there's no restriction right now on who can play during the kids time 
um, there is speculation that it will only be peop- only be certain age group that can play during that time. I mean, like you know, without a subscription. Like how the are they going to know? Time. When you sign up. Okay. Now, didn't, now with this information out there, people are going to sign up and put that their ages that this whatever. Of course, and that and that's that's a. Uh, I mean, you know, it's 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 not like it's a foolproof plan, but I'm just saying. But then other people say but, that, that, that that doesn't make sense either, though, because that's not kind of fair to all, everybody else who paid the same amount of money for this game. Why shouldn't they get the two free hours? Well, the idea is that kids don't work, and they and if they're oh well. oh well, get a fucking job. I was working at twelve. <laughs> yeah, but you, uh, I I worked over the summers when I was twelve moving furniture at twelve years old. Sucks to be you. That doesn't suck to be me. <laughs> I had my own money, bitch. Plus, I got what my parents got me. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, what do you? Uh huh. I gotta make that shit up. Cause you're oh. like glued to your chair. I was working at twelve too. Yeah. Okay. Touching yourself doesn't count. I was working in a doctor's office. Okay. Anyway, playing doctor doesn't count as actually playing or getting having a job. Whatever, Pat. I was working at twelve, but it's all good if you don't believe me. Uh-huh. Anyway, up everybody all the time. But go ahead. What? You just got to try to one-up everybody all the time, but go ahead. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Anyway, so yeah, so it's a very interesting concept. Um, but, you know, also the – the you never know right now what the um, limitations on kids' time is going to be. They they haven't set any, which doesn't mean there won't be any. But, um, you know, they could limit it to where, you know, you don't get the content updates. So, in other words, after a certain point, if you want to keep playing, you have to subscribe don't really yeah. know yet, but it'll be interesting to see how it does when it comes out. If it's if this is the model, if it's like you know unlimited for anybody to during those two hours, and then thirteen dollars if you want to play more than that, it'd be very interesting to see what happens. I just think that if you're going to sit here and say that um, certain certain people are going to get free hours, and there's all different age groups playing this game, but only a certain kind of hour uh, age is going to be able to get free. I mean, that's going to affect the game because if I'm thinking to myself, well, why do I want to pay all this extra shit if they're getting two free hours a day no matter what? Well, so, I mean, yeah, I mean... That's I, not fair to the other people. You, you're you going to have to come up with something that's going to help, something extra for them. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's that, not right. I, I see what you're saying, but I mean, there, a lot of the free-to-play games like Lord of the Rings and such, uh, you can play that game with never pay, uh, spending a, a penny, but yet... Um, there's still a lot of people who subscribe and pay pay the twelve dollars or whatever a month, uh, because they get the extra stuff and the time would be the extra stuff. In this case, in my, I mean, like I said, I don't even know if that's true. It, it, nothing's been said, but we'll we'll just have to wait and see. Um. Well, there's a rumor, and the rumor has it that Witcher Three will have a multiplayer mode. Cool. So. I mean, I've never played any of the Witcher games, but if you're a Witcher fan out there, then they didn't really say if it was online or offline. It just said all multiplayer mode. Well, I, don't it, know. I, I don't. I guess I never played the game. Is there like a if they're making out multiplayer mode? Is it like to help out in the story quests or is it? There, it would be. It would most likely be storyline, uh, like two people playing the story at once or something like that. Well, so, I mean, I never played it, so I don't know what type yeah. of game it is. Well, it, it's kind of like a dragon, uh, um, Dragon Age type. Only much more involved and much deeper, longer story, more epic, but very, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I could definitely see it as like, you know, bring your friend along or a couple friends along in the same storyline. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be really cool, actually. Hmm. I've actually now, been- now they would do it like, 
It's just like, okay, I'm going to start this game and they can join in at any time or they have to be like doing it at the same time. You know what I mean? It's not like, okay, I'm doing my quest over here, but I, I can come back and help you. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I know a lot of the way a lot of these work that are, um, I've never heard of it in such a big game, but a lot of the uh, smaller games that do this, less storylines, I mean, is they'll be like, whichever person is hosting, it's their storyline. Yeah. So, you know, um, and if that other person hasn't hasn't gotten credit for it, maybe they can get credit for it, but it'll be interesting to see how it works. Hmm. Um, Witcher 2, I, I never beat it or anything, but I got partway through it, and it was it was a lot of fun. Did you ever beat it, Frank? No. Yeah. Did you ever go back and play it after the updates? Uh, I wanted to. It's just my computer started having the issues. Oh, yeah. yeah but I, even, then, even then, when it was working fine, like... Um, I don't know. Like I like I like I always what I always call it is the greatest game I never really was interested in finishing. <laughs> yeah, I know. it was really good. Everything looked good. The gameplay was interesting. It's just um, sometimes some of the quests left you like kind of hanging. Where there's a couple times I had to go on like game facts and stuff to figure out what to do. Yeah, um, I I I think in, to some extent I almost was made lazy by a lot of modern games where you could everything's made too obvious. Yeah, but. On this game, uh, you know, on the old Witcher, there was a well, like Witcher Two. Uh, there was a couple of missions where um, it wasn't obviously clear what to do. There's like a general direction, but not really. Mm-hmm. And sometimes because the maps you had to load into them, the arrows wouldn't point specifically like where you're supposed to go. It was like the general direction of where the zone you're, you need to go is. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, it just it felt kind of clunky at times. But I mean, it was a really good game. It just I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of how I felt about it. There's, there's a lot that could be improved, but I never played it after they updated the system, the core mechanics, so yeah, I don't know. All right, last news story of the day, and it's a big one for Final Fantasy fans in a lot of ways. Um, Final Fantasy XIV 2.0 has been renamed to Final Fantasy A Realm Reborn, and um, it... We've been following this story since it started about, uh, well, since the game came out and was pr- pretty bad. Um, that, you know, they're going to, they're, they're fixing it slowly. Well, they've been fixing it, a lot of the mechanics, uh, slowly through the last couple months. They've introduced new things such as uh, different classes, different job systems, and stuff like that. Um, well, now they're actually taking it one step farther, and with the release of uh, 2.0, they're actually changing the name of the game. Like I said, to a realm reborn, and um, there. This is a quote from the article I read. It says it's different from the ground up, or I'm sorry, it's a ground up reboot featuring a brand new graphical engine, rebuilt areas, new races, a revamped combat system, a new user interface with um, both PC and PS3 in mind, and much more. Storyline wise, Final Fantasy XIV will end with a cataclysm that players are powerless to prevent. Um, know what I just read? Huh. Or listen to you say? What? Uh, we still want to find a way to charge you for playing this game, so we're going to give it a new name and act like 14 never existed and by blowing it up, and um, we're still going to charge you a shitload of money for a shitty-ass game uh, that we should have never released. Well, I, I agree, except for the part that you said um, they're going to still charge you for a shitty game because... From what I've heard and from what the people are saying that uh, have 
uh, gotten a glimpse of it is the game that's coming out now is the game that it should have been. So okay, yeah, they, but, but they should have never been charging these last couple months because they did charge for about what, what was it? I think it was like February or something when they started charging or December. Um, but at the same time, people who got a glimpse of Final Fantasy fourteen, including you, said how great it looked and how great it's going to be and all this other shit. It until did they played great. it. I never played it. No, I'm talking about the people who, who have played. As it. I said, until they played it. But like this new thing, you don't, you don't, you don't know until it comes out. Of course. What they should have done was just made that other one free to play, or just eliminated it, and then d- whatever they had planned for the, whatever they got coming out now, if it's better, if it's if it's going to be better than the other one, because you don't know until it comes out, is just make it its own game. That's what they should have done. Well, that's kind of what they're doing. Maybe with maybe with ties, but that's kind of what they're doing. They're 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 getting rid of the old one, and the, I mean, sure, things are transferring over, like your character. And levels and stuff, but for okay. the most part, they're totally getting rid of uh, the. I mean, it's it's even a new graphic engine. I mean, that's how. Well, so what I'm saying it. is is okay. So do I have to go out and buy a whole new game? Uh, probably not. It'll probably just. Okay, so in other words, my box at home still says Final Fantasy 14. It's the same shit. They should have just made it its own game altogether. But then it would have cost you to go buy it. Well, I mean, either way, they fucked up, and so oh, yeah. this shit to me, them saying, "Oh, we revamped this whole thing." It's they still shouldn't charge you because they still screwed you over. They the people who bought that game got screwed over with a shitty game, and then you know, and then they try to charge them by monthly, by and then trying to say that, "Oh, well, we 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 put in a new race and we're gonna blow up the other world or some bullshit." That's just stupid. They should have either made it its own game or still made it free to play because the people who bought that game got screwed. Well, I mean, I, I I agree with what they're doing because I would much rather them do this than get rid of uh, just just if they had done that and been like, okay, well, you know what, Final Fantasy fourteen or yeah, fourteen is no more. This is Final Fantasy fifteen. It's it's an online game, and you know, just everything everybody did who had been playing for a year and a half, just it doesn't matter. Here's the new game. Instead, but instead this way, it's like uh, we realized we screwed up. Here's um, here's a free update. Um, you get to you get all your hard work in in the world is gonna pay off still for those of you who paid, and you get to start the new game basically. Well, I still say I mean if anything they shouldn't be charging right off the bat for this they they at least like say like how um, was it uh, Star Wars just recently did like up to level fifteen or twenty, you know free. Uh huh. They they it should automatically start off that way. You know I, I mean? think. What I I think truthfully I think what they should do is the people who have who resubscribed after after the pay it started costing um, and have been loyal I'd say maybe at least like three of the months should get like a couple months free if or like I said or that if anything that because to me what they what they did was chicken shit and they should have never started charging recharging for that game when they knew it's you know you're gonna tell me they reach they they decided to recharge the, for the game and then decided to redo it no you no know, they, that, that was all in the work so they should have never been charged no, for that no when 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 they no actually it happened in the other order they came out and said um we really want to revamp this and when 2.0 comes comes out in the summer of 2012 um it'll be it'll be a, a much better game um but until then starting in whatever month um we're going to start charging and we understand we're going to lose a lot of people 
but we hope that those of you who really like the game will help support us, basically. So they, they were up and up with it. So yeah, I, mean, I, I don't think they should have charged, period. Until that, I mean, if anything, they shouldn't have charged until this, this, this patch came in. I kind of agree with that. I, I mean, I definitely agree with that. But, you know, I mean, they also uh, were adding a lot of things for those who did want to stay. They added a lot, and they've done a whole lot of um, uh, changes to, to the base game um, that made it a lot better over time. So it's not – I mean, that's not much of an excuse. And I, I do agree that they probably should have pushed off charging the monthly until 2.0 hits. But at the same time, at least at the very least, they were very upfront with it. And um, if this if this does come out and it's a re- it's a really good MMO, then in the end, it doesn't really matter. But uh, if if this comes out and it's a crappy MMO, a uh, crappy redo, then yeah, it, it it kind of like I don't know. That's just kind of uh, it's, yeah. It's gonna be rough for them because um, you know they've been seen as like a failing you know. MMO before, so like I don't know, like what would I would almost think like a seven or an eight, like out of ten, like minimal rating, like they need to even just be, you know, yeah, to to continue, like, um, considering that the other one was considered like you know pretty bad and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, but, um, I didn't hate fourteen. I thought it had its good, good and bad. Um, for me on this one. I'm not going to resubscribe the day one 2.0 hits, but if if a couple weeks go by, a couple months, and it's like everyone's praising about it, I will definitely. Uh, When's it coming out? Uh, sometime this summer. Did I say the exact date? No, it's it's just coming soon. Um, I don't. I figured you're just saving up your time for uh, the pandas, Mists of a Pandoria. No, I. I Doubt I'll even actually get another WoW expansion. Yeah, it doesn't say exactly when um, it'll it'll be released. Now I want to know: Are they going to have like anything special for when the when the uh, Mister Pandorias come out? Like for uh, Giants fans, <laughs> like an orange and black panda. I know that'd be that'd be awesome. Or they walk around and says Sandoval on the back. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty funny though. Uh, but anyway, that's it for news this week. Oh, oh, I did just want to mention I will put the uh, trailer for Final Fantasy XIV: A Realm Reborn into the show notes. Um, and that is it. So that is it for the news this week. And we now have our season two versus championship. Frank, take it away. Well, um, you know, we kind of what is what has it been like two three months now going going on now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're down to the last two. So uh, first off, we have Marcus Phoenix. Uh, Marcus Phoenix debuted in the Gears of War series in Gears of War, the first game in 2007. Uh, as far as uh, how he got here, he uh, beat Jin Kazama 70% to 30% in a fan vote. He also beat Jill Valentine in a host vote of 3-0. to zero, And he also beat Batman in a host vote of 3-0. to zero. Um, of course, he's a soldier. Uh, he received the highest uh, honor a gear can get, which is the Embry Star. And um, overall, he's um, he also got the the highest uh, dishonor by yeah. going to jail for disobeying <laughs> yeah. orders. <laughs> so uh, I guess you know you could even use that to uh, as far as uh, a bit for the character is that he you know he has a heart you know. Um, 
he was willing to be uh, kicked from the gears, you know, to save his dad and whatnot. Um, that, that that was right, right? He um, decided. Yeah, to save. he went. He, he yeah, he went against his orders and um, left, abandoned some of his uh, um, was squad. Yeah. That's the word I was looking for, and uh, went after his dad. I mean, he didn't go by himself, but he still like Dom. I think he went. A couple of people went with him, following orders, and yeah, yeah. And um, you know, he's a he's a normal soldier, but not quite. Um, he's you know the leader of uh, you know I guess what's left of the gears, and uh, well, well, not quite the leader of the entire army, but the leader of like the main Delta unit. squad. Yeah, Delta squad. Uh, in the Gears of War series, and uh, you know, over through the whole entire series, he takes on a lot of like giant enemies. Of course, with the squad, but um, you know, they of course he overcomes everything. <laughs> so, um, you know, he's a soldier, but he's a little bit, you know, he's a little bit better than the average soldier, of course. <laughs> <laughs> the average and, bear, boo boo. <laughs> yeah. And uh, his opponent is uh, Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man uh, debuted in the comic book Amazing Fantasy number 15 in August 1962. And his first uh, video game appearance was Quest Probe in 1978. And as far as how he made it to the finals, uh, Spider-Man defeated Master Chief with an 80% to 20% vote, fan vote. He also defeated Sonic in a 3-2-0 host vote. He also defeated Link... And a three to zero host vote. <laughs> you know, look excited votes. <laughs> looking back at the these, it's kind of interesting the um how both these for the fan votes were high percentages. We only had a couple of those where it was so decisive. I think these might have only been only the only two that were not close. Yeah, um, and then you know, of, of course, all the the host votes went like um yeah one way. So like overall, they're. Uh, you know, their win percentage is, you know, as far as how they got here is, like, pretty much the same as far as what they, you know. Yeah, it's very interesting how that happened. It, I mean, it, looking at it like this, it's uh, not, it's obvious why they're here. <laughs> yeah. And, um, of course, with uh, Spider-Man, he has, um, you know, superhuman, like, agility, strength. Uh, he could sling webs, and he has the spider sense. So, uh, yeah. you know what? We'll, we'll let you start it, Jeremy. It's a Me? change of pace. Yeah. Yeah, I I, uh, I know the last <laughs> well, the last couple of weeks has been weird because I haven't had too much opinion um, starting <laughs> out. I, I actually have an opinion on this one. Uh, I think this is going to be this is going to be a very interesting f- fight. It would be very interesting to watch because both of them. I mean, I don't know a whole lot about Marcus Phoenix, but from what I've seen, he likes to talk crap too. And Spider-Man does, of course. So well, Marcus doesn't really talk shit. He's more quiet. Oh, is he? Because I know some of the gears they talk. I mean, to each other, not not like to their enemies. Oh no, yeah. Um, I mean, like if you're talking about Baird or maybe even Cole, I can. Yeah, but um, Marcus is more of a quiet. He he, he get, when he does talk is to get his point across, kind of person. Oh, okay. Well, well then then. On the other hand, we still have two opposite personalities. And Spider-Man talks a lot, and Marcus Phoenix doesn't talk much. And so, I mean, and I could see, in that case, I could see Spider-Man's talking really annoying Marcus Phoenix. And and then you know, yeah, but I mean, at the same time, if he can deal with Baird, <laughs> yeah, I I'm sorry, I don't know. 
But uh, no, I'm, I I just see that this fight would be very. Um, Spider Man's mouth might actually be a uh, disadvantage for him. Um, you know, a lot of times when he talks, he confuses his his foes. But this time, if if he gets Marcus Phoenix mad, it, it might just give him Marcus Phoenix more um, reason to want to take Spider Man out, other than you know just to win the match. Um, I definitely see. Spider-Man running and dodging a lot um, as uh, Marcus, you know, showers him with uh, bullets. Um, and, of course, you know, uh, Marcus, Marcus is pretty good up close melee. I'd say Spider-Man is better. Um, but, I mean, Spider-Man, of course, has the advantage he's extremely fast and strong, where Marcus is just extremely strong. Well, not extremely strong, but strong and skilled. Uh, Spider-Man has less training, as where Marcus has a lot more training. Um, you know, I, like I said, I could definitely see Spider-Man making him mad, though. Um, running around, talking, swinging, you know, uh, and all of a sudden, Marcus is, like, shooting everywhere and, and kind of getting mad. Um... Yeah, I was thinking, like, um, you know, when uh, Spider-Man gets the advantage in some fights, he'll make, like, a little remark or something, like, you know, try a little harder or something. Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't see, you know, Marcus Phoenix as being like, oh, yo, you got me. Like, he's going to be like, you know, like, F this guy and start, you know, like, charging him or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know when, he, when he stops to make that little remark, when he has a little bit of an advantage or something. Yeah. Um, I mean, as for the actual fight itself, I mean, you kind of have one character who's main strength is ranged which is uh Marcus and you have one character who's who's probably better up close than far away which is Spider-Man um although they both are are obviously fair in in the opposite um I I'd be curious to see how well Spider-Man would be able to to make ground on Marcus um cuz Marcus does have his guns that would would keep Spider-Man at bay. Uh but at the same time, I mean I was trying to think of Spider-Man's web shield. It probably couldn't take many hits from a gun. Uh yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, it could probably it could probably do a few. I don't even I I I honestly don't even know if it would do a few to tell you the truth. Um I'd have to really look that up. I never really thought about looking up how powerful his web shield is. Yeah. But, I mean, like, it now, um, if he maybe a grenade was near him, not saying he could uh, take the blow of, of a grenade either, but, like, if he was far enough, you know, a good distance from the grenade and put, up, put it up, it would probably uh, help absorb the force or the debris. But, uh-huh. like, a, a straight-up, you know, thing of bullets, yeah. I don't see it. I, I I wouldn't think that it would really be able to to withheld it, withhold that, withstand that. That's the word I was looking for. Okay, it, it can. Okay, Spider Man's web shield can protect him from small caliber bullets. Oh, it can. Okay, well there you go. But right. uh, I think a lancer, maybe if he was using his pistol, or or if he was at a distance with his shotgun. But the lancer is pretty powerful. Yeah, that that's kind of what I was thinking. And it might be able to um, take a couple bullets, even from the Lancer, but definitely not um, a a full spray. Uh, Well, do you guys have anything to say about this? Um, 
I'm going to say... Uh, <sighs> Spider-Man is going to yeah, definitely talk shit to, to Marcus. Um, I mean, the one thing Marcus is good at is like a good, solid comeback, maybe, you know. But, I mean, the talking to me isn't going to be that big of a deal. Like I said, Spider-Man, I mean, Marcus Phoenix is one of his club members is bare and he's constantly talking shit and complaining about something or whatever. So to me, the talking isn't going to be that big of a factor. Um, Spider-Man is going to come flying in there thinking it's just another soldier with a gun. And then I think he'll realize that he's got more training and he's more focused on, on his targets than what normal people would be. Mm-hmm. It's not just going to be some guy spraying and praying. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as um, him getting around, uh, I mean, it's not going to be too hard for Spider-Man to get around on a building or any, or something to be able to get behind him. Uh, I think that hand-to-hand combat, obviously Spider-Man's going to be stronger, um, but Marcus is pretty strong. I'm, I'm not saying he, he couldn't land a punch if he was able to get past, you know, if, you know, if he was Spider-Man got distracted somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the best scenario, um, depending on how we said how what kind of grenades he has. I mean, between the, I think his uh, smoke. Uh, I mean, it's not a smoke. His if if he threw an ink grenade towards Spider Man, you know, and and if the uh, fumes might cough him up enough to where if if Marcus charged at him, but to you know to slow him down or anything, that's about like the only thing that's going to really slow him down. Any other grenade, he's going to dive from um the the smoke grenade ain't gonna really do much to him either because uh, he was still I mean he he you know with his spider sense he could be blindfolded and, and still dodge the bullets yeah I didn't even think about that I mean I didn't even, yeah but like an ink grenade might if he was able to get an ink grenade off near spider-man mm-hmm. that even if it didn't blow up on him like if it was just near him enough to get like some of that stuff in his lungs it, that would kind of like slow him down a little bit just for the fact that you know he's gonna be coughing and be a little disoriented um but uh like I said the web shield i don't he's not gonna really use because of the fact that um that the lancer would just tear through it. Yeah, and yeah even, I, I agree. And even if it, even if it would withstand the bullets, uh, Marcus would just get up close enough to, to um, chainsaw it. <laughs> oh yeah, you know he would just like like walk towards him, and then you know try to. Um, but I mean, I, I really as great as a soldier he is, other than coming up with a battle plan to maybe try to do something to, I. I uh, are we going verdict or are you doing a scenario there, Frank? Well, the one thing I, I was uh, just wanted to say is um, with Spider-Man is he has a lot of maneuverability. Um, uh, Marcus Phoenix, I, I think he could, um, you know, his his shots are going to be more targeted and everything. But um, when, uh, you know, Spider-Man's like flying around and everything and he's able to defend himself slightly and suppress, you know, Marcus Phoenix slightly, uh, the maneuverability will kind of give him that edge to you know land punches where he wants and you know catch him off guard and whatnot mm-hmm. um and yeah marcus phoenix is really strong but um uh like with spider-man it's just he he has a lot he has a lot like um i'm not, I'm not saying like spider-man's just gonna like uh knock him out like real quick or anything but 
it's going to be a very difficult fight for Marcus. Yeah. Yep, yep. So, okay, let's do the verdict then. Uh, who wants to start? Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man wants to start? Okay. All right, yeah. Uh, I'll go ahead and say it. Uh, my my verdict's for Spider-Man. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with Spider-Man too, but I, I have enough faith in Marcus Phoenix where he's going to... I think he could still wound Spider-Man. Like, I think even if Spider-Man wins, he's not going to walk away like, you know, hey, I just want to fight. Like, yeah, it's going to be more like, oh, wow, like, I just barely got through that or something. I agree. I, I definitely think... I I, I was thinking uh, Spider-Man also has... Uh, well, no, yeah. I was, I was just thinking Spider-Man's going to definitely get tore up a bit. Because he, he has a, the web shield and he has a spider sense and stuff, but... When you know Marcus Phoenix being a train train like soldier, he's a good he's good at he's a good shot. You know, I think the potential for him to get one or two shots on him, or you know, a couple are still possible. It's still possible, but I think Spider Man's a good enough of a opponent where he could overcome that and still finish the fight. Yeah. Yep. 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 All right. Well, the winner of season two, Spider Man, and he takes it all. Sweet, um, yeah. <laughs> so that that's that's pretty cool. We got through season two um, with a lot of help from from our listeners, and I really appreciate that. Um, please go to our website and vote for who you want to see in season three. Um, again, put anybody down, even if they're a comic book or or um, other you know TV, as long as they've starred in a video game. Somewhere along the line, we we will definitely consider them. Um, if it and, and even if you want someone who's a little less um, well known, um, we can do our research and uh, look into characters that even we may not know. Um, so please let us know who you who you'd like to see. We got some interesting names so far that um, have never never been in our verses. So um, yeah, go out there now and vote. And that's it for us. So where can you vote? Well, you can find us at kvgtpodcast.com. It's true. You can email us at kvgt04 at gmail.com. It's true. Our Facebook is www.facebook.com slash kvgtpodcast. Very true. (laughs) And our Twitter is uh, at kvgtpodcast. I'm at kvgtjeremy. And Patrick is at... Big Solo 6-4. And yeah, as for those of family members that we always promote, we have the Nerdgasm Network at nerdgasmnetwork.com, Troy at extraplay.info, rpgweekly.com, nocorders.net, superbudgetbrothers.com, and intraprod.limpson.com. And that is it for this week, so everybody have a good weekend, and we'll see you next time. Check out our YouTube channel. <laughs>